Is it weird if I just leave my vegetables in my garden until they rot or bolt or something eats them? Do you ever do that? Well, you might not be alone. We're going to talk about that today right here on the Backyard Gardens Podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening. We are your hosts, Ben and Batavia, and you can find me gardening in the country. And you'll find me gardening in the city. Get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, where we learn to grow and grow for change. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. All right. Today's show is a listener question. And this is a common question, and I even have an issue with it as well. Mm-hmm. So have you ever... Had that you've seen the question, so you know. Have yeah. you ever had this issue at all? Yeah, I it almost feels like I wrote this question in the end. So, this is a listener <laughs> question, and we appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it because I feel seen. Um, absolutely, this is actually it's a guilty space for me, too. So, yes, yeah. I tend to leave vegetables in the garden longer than they really want to be there. Yeah, so <clears throat> we have this question is from our patron one of our patrons and what we have going on here is two things one is it's tuesday and we are actually if you're listening to this right now you should go over to youtube because we are on live chatting with you guys and two um you remember when we were doing the banana peel chat last week Uh uh-huh and you were or a couple weeks ago and you were like I have bananas right now. I just went to go get a cup of water and I got rotten bananas right there. I I should probably bury to try, but you know, (laughs) I don't know if that's going to happen. I went to the store yesterday. I have one that I'll have to, one that's completely overripe, two ripe for my liking. So it's in the freezer, the banana, but I'm on day two of like brand new bananas of varying degrees of ripeness and I'm expecting them to catch up by the weekend. So yeah, yeah. It doesn't take long. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, this is from a Patreon, uh, or from Patreon, and if you'd like to be a patron or on Patreon, whatever, uh, link is below. We do our fourth Minnesota month on there, and then we have what we have created as the after show. It's mm-hmm. the Community Gardens podcast, so check that out. It's exclusive to all patrons. So let's get into this. This is from <clears throat> Natalie. Hey, and Natalie. she's so sweet. Hey, Natalie. She's so sweet when she wrote this, too. Because I, I could feel, you know, the hurt. But the question is, <laughs> I have a weird tendency to leave veggies in my garden until they rot. Bolt or something else eats them. It's like a fear of harvesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I guess I'm wondering if I'm alone in this or not. Last year, I planted a ton of greens just to see how things grew in my raised be- in my new raised beds. And I enjoyed watching them grow but ended up having to compost them before I ate them or even offer them to friends and neighbors. This is just an example and isn't the first time I've done this. I worry I will harvest too much and then there won't be any left or I will harvest too early. What the heck is wrong with me? (laughs) 
you're my spirit animal natalie that's what's wrong with you yeah 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 Uh, serious there's nothing wrong with you natalie that's what i'm gonna just go ahead and say that so there are she's listed some of the reasons there are a bunch of reasons why this happened so i've done this in almost all of the gardens i've had so all of the garden years sometimes it's for me if i'm learning how something grows i'm not sure of when to harvest it i remember like early on for okra i can remember i had someone here working outside and they're like oh this okra is ready and i was kind of sassy like no it's fine you know i'll harvest it in a couple of days and wood is all we'll say um so that's one thing but that's kind of you know you learn right what natalie's describing so for those that do that hey it's a part of the game what natalie's describing it's absolutely a fear of harvesting it's that it's that weird thing where for me i i'm just watching it and watching it and knowing that i should be doing something with it and it's like i'll get to it and then here we are in you know march and we still have i still have a baby red cabbage in one of my buckets that i i container garden in that i never got to yeah. No, and I mean, you know, when I was in military school, there used to be a thing, and it was like, you know, if you did something wrong, you when they came, it's like, why'd you do that? You would just say, no excuse, because mm-hmm. I really don't have an excuse. Mm-hmm. I just, I did it, mm-hmm. and it's jacked up. But, um, you know, I think it's natural. I'm actually right now looking for the conversation that she and I had out, because I want to read you the response in a minute mm-hmm. uh, to her. But <clears throat> I, um, I think it's natural. And for me, what it really comes down to is as I'm as I'm harvesting and stuff like that, especially in the winter time, because mm-hmm. it can be really hit or miss because I live in a heartbreak zone <laughs> that it could go either way. And I leave it there in hopes of like, OK, I'll, I'll harvest it later. So I make sure I can kind of continuously get that harvest. Yeah. And or I planted too much in order to uh, make sure I had enough and then I just leave them out there because I don't really want to bring them in the house. But at the same time, I know that if I do this, what I'm doing is I'm I'm depleting my garden of nutrients that doesn't need to happen. Hmm. So I don't go. You know that, what I mean? Yeah, I, I hear you. I don't go that technical. There is the, a, a layer of the guilt for me is, you know, obviously there's the idea of potential waste. But then it's like, are you planting too much? Do you have too much out there? And the reality is for a single me, maybe, you know, but there are a bunch of ways to manage a big harvest, right? Um, So I always have good intentions. Let's start there. And I'm sure Natalie does too, right? There's always good intentions. And then you end up with um, bolted lettuce or luckily for some of these vegetables, they give you a lot of time, like summer vegetables, your peppers and your tomatoes. You you can harvest a lot of those at varying times. Um, And I'm pretty good about those vegetables. It's some of the others that I'm not so great at. Um, And yeah, I mean, I wish I could help and give some advice on how to get out of this, but I'm just, I'm stuck in the thick of it, you know? Yeah. Well, so I did give her some advice. Like I said, give us advice. Well, well, no, hold on. I'm not going to do it just yet. I want to talk about it for a minute. I'm not trying to just give it all away, Mm -hmm. but, um, no, seriously, I think it's, you know, it's a lot of times people think that they're alone in this thing and, you know, 
typically gardening is not something where you go and you walk down the street and you can talk to anybody about. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And so, you know, I replied to her like, you're 100% not alone. Like, I do it all the time. And, you know, my goal is to do it less and less. Mm -hmm. But if you go back to my goal for the year, you're going to notice that that wasn't one of my goals because I just can't bring myself to, like, make it happen. So, for instance, right now I have a Napa cabbage out in my garden. Mm -hmm. I've never grown it successfully. It's looking good. But it hasn't formed that typical head, you know, that you see in the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still got edible leaves on it. And yeah. my in my head, I know that no, it's not going to make it much longer. You know what I mean? One of two things is going to happen. It's just going to give up to because of the cold or it's going to bolt because yeah. we're right now we're getting into like wild temperature swings, which is when things start to bolt. So, you know, do I harvest it? Do I leave it? Do I wait for it? What is it? You know, this is especially for me for greens mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. greens, you can just let sit. Right. Yeah. And they just grow and grow and grow, supposedly. Yeah. Well, she also brings up a good point. And this is where like the reason why when we were talking about which questions we wanted to cover off on this was an important one because she comments around or disease or bugs to get to them right you know and that's really key because I'm a big fan of a tidy garden Um, and I think about like tidiness from like you know your tools are put up and you know you've you know pulled out debris from your garden like there are no dead leaves but it doesn't mean that because it isn't dead yet <laughs> that it's healthy to stay in your garden, right? You know, so I right. think that that's a, a way to be a bit more conscious um, because of the timing of this episode, this mini so. I think it also gives us a chance to kind of take a, a second pass at our garden plan. So what we actually plan on putting out into our garden. And I'm not going to pretend as if I'm going to document all of the things that I kind of let go past their prime. But you have those things <laughs> in your mind right you know so take a look at your list of what you're growing and did you really get to the three cabbages that you had in the garden last year if you didn't do you have plans to get to the six you plan on putting into your garden this year Hmm. Um, right that's a kind of a preemptive strike if you will yeah and so for me like i talked to a lady she's a professional horticulturist um you know, that's her, her job. She's got a PhD in it. And she was telling me, she was like, look, if you have something growing in your garden and you're not going to harvest it or it's done and you're waiting to get the last little bit, she's like, get it out of your garden. Because if you don't, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're setting up a hospitable, a hospitable environment for bugs, disease, mm-hmm all these other things and what it does especially for like pests is it lets them get on there and then they get real nice and comfortable and then they start laying eggs and then you consistently are fighting them Mm -hmm. so it's better to just go ahead pull it out whatever it is doesn't matter if it's you know you're waiting for it maybe to fruit one more time or you're just not going to eat it just pull it out amend that bed and either stick something else in there Mm -hmm. or just let it rest. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with letting it rest. You know, the good book says on the seventh year, let your gardens rest, you Mm -hmm. know, or didn't say gardens, but you know, and I think a lot of times we don't do that because I think about that and I'm like, well, damn, I can't imagine leaving a garden bed bare for a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is give these things space to breathe, 
room to kind of open up and let them, you know, heal themselves and not let these pests take control. So it's a lot like the aphids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't do anything about those aphids. Like they're not terrible, but once they get in there and you just let them sit, they're going to get in there and going to take over. And from my experience, they have at that time, they kind of set up camp in older with older vegetables, you know, so my older leafy greens, my older kale, I find more aphids on them than I do the younger, if you will. Um, Maybe for Natalie and for others, and I'll keep this in mind. I actually already know the answer for me. Is there a certain time of year for the garden that you're more more prone to kind of leave things in there longer than they should be? Um, For me, it's really towards the end of the season and to be quite frank it's just i'm tired right you know it's been a long garden season and maybe and again this is just sharing a thought not necessarily saying that i can sign on to commit to it but maybe i am planning to plant less towards the end of the season maybe that's a part of my plan going forward knowing that i'm going to have less steam to kind of manage through those things right just an idea yeah yeah, for me, it's mostly like um, late winter, spring vegetables. Those are the ones that I'm the worst at. And then at the end of summer and you know going into fall, it's waiting for that last pepper, you know, or waiting for those last few tomatoes or something like that. When you and I both know, if you've ever grown a tomato, you know once they're done. Yeah. And it starts getting cold. You ain't going to get no more tomatoes. And if you are, they're not going to have any size to them. So that's kind of where I stand with that. But this Um, thing runs deeper for me. So that's the reason I'm not claiming to be renewed. I have um, a a bottle of spicy ranch dressing in my refrigerator. And I tried it a couple of times and I just don't like it. Right. It's just it's the wrong bit of creaminess and spice for my liking. But I can't bring myself to throw it away because it's kind of like it's a it's still good. Right. It's a whole bottle of dressing. And I was sitting here thinking, like, maybe I'll use it as some type of like mayo for like, you know, a burger or something. Right. It's kind of yeah. like now I'm forcing this stuff down, you know, and, and it's very similar to like you talked about the cabbage, like the cabbage isn't quite to the place where you feel like it's done. But you can enjoy it all the same now, right? And so you're waiting, and it's, I guess it is different because you haven't decided you don't like it. But you're waiting to figure out a thing and either harvest it now in this instance for you and your cabbage or toss out the, the dressing for me. Right. And it's funny you bring, up ca- it. you bring up cabbage because I'm growing like traditional cabbage right mm-hmm. now. And I've been checking them, checking them, checking them. And instead of waiting for them to just get bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger, what I've been doing is harvesting them when the, you know you go and you squeeze them, and they're like, okay, it's hard enough, it, yeah. like it's formed that head. Yeah. Then I just go ahead and harvest it, and I don't have that sitting around waiting mm-hmm. because it will get kind of old. Yeah. But um, before we run out of time, I want to read the um, not the whole interchange, but just kind of like the last thing I told her. So we had a discussion back and forth a little bit about it. And um, she said, like, after we first started, she goes, I just actually did it again. And she said um, she was going to, it was Chinese cabbage. Mm. It's funny, that's the same thing I have. But um, so I said back to her, I said, so you know how I like to give Batavia a challenge and she always hates it when I do. That being said, next time you look out in your garden and see something you think maybe I should harvest it, go out and do it. Don't even think twice about Mm -hmm. it. Remember. You can always plant more. Yeah. Always. 
So especially with greens, you know, depending on where you live and it doesn't matter where you live, if you're harvesting it, you can always put another one back in its space. So don't worry about running out. The number one energy waste is food. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. the number one waste in our country. So we want to make sure, you know, and look, I'm preaching to the choir. Like I'm just, I'm just same thing. So, you know, and I've been trying to get better about is pull them out of your garden and put it back, put something in its place. If you're Mm -hmm. really worried, if, you know, if your concern is not having something to harvest, then do that. Otherwise, just try and stay on top of it, you know? Yeah. And I, th- I think, and she said she was going to do it. I haven't, I need to follow up with her. But she also said in the opening that she ends up composting it. So good on her for at least giving it back to the garden. Right. You know, so yes. Uh, yes. it's definitely that full circle. Um, it's not going to waste. That's why if you composting will. is so important. It absolutely is important. I fully agree. <laughs> For those that are new here, I firmly believe in composting and the short of it. And we'll just we'll drop this in every few episodes. I'm definitely afraid of mice and rats. And I just can't take the chance that if I start composting, they won't come. So I've just decided to buy compost. They will come. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I just I don't want to have to toss my entire garden out. (laughs) That's like that's the level we're at. But anyway, good on Natalie and others that find a way to use. So, I mean, that's Uh, there we are. Yeah, here we are together. Yeah. Yeah. Good on others that find the way to use uh, that produce. If I'm cutting you off, I'm sorry. We were the Internet was going in and out. So I apologize, everybody. Um, I caught what you said though mm-hmm. in pieces. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you know, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? It's all good. Yeah. But um, I mean, you know, if you have this issue, like I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna say it right here, right now. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna look out in my garden, and every time I look out there, I'm gonna say, "Hey, I'm gonna harvest that." Then I'm gonna go do it. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna think. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. go do it. Whatever. Who cares? Whatever. If my goal, what's your goal of gardening, right? What's your goal? To produce food. To consume, yeah. <laughs> so then go get it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? I mean... Oh, wait, you've been waiting on this. I'm sorry. There you go. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I think well, it's a very important it, question. And it's it's good on people to come out and admit that they do something like that. I think mm-hmm, it's very mm-hmm. powerful. And I think it's important that everybody out there that's listening, you all know, I want you to know... At least in my eyes, you're not alone. I do it with you. So let's try not to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so look, I gave Batavia 20 minutes this year and we're almost out of time. So <laughs> if you want to leave us a question, there's two ways to do it. You can email us through backyardgardenstv.com or you can become a patron and send us a message on there. And we'll answer your question on Patreon and we can get back to you and do something like this. Uh, your questions really help out other people because you have questions that we can't come up with. And if you have that question, then everybody, somebody else has that question. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to kind of get those out there. So those are the two places you can send them to us. Uh, check us out on Tuesdays. We're, we're going to be there chatting with you guys. So come check us out 10, 15 AM. I know it's early, but it's okay. It's also kind and, of weird um, because we'll be chatting when this one actually airs. As we tell people, we'll be chatting. Like, like we're chatting right now. Like, right, right, yeah. this, like right now. Like we're chatting. Anyway. Yeah, and it's super weird <laughs> chatting when I'm chatting because I'm chatting. That's why I chat. But you know what? 
Tom something. Mm-hmm. See ya. Tom something. See ya. <laughs> see ya. See ya. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please follow us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens TV. Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. Over on our website, BackyardGardensTV.com. And then we have Patreon at Backyard Gardens. And don't forget to check out our links below to help the show. Thank you so much for joining us as we learn to grow and grow for change. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Backyard Gardens podcast. If you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast, head over to our Patreon page to sign up. You can also make a one-time donation using PayPal. Both of these links are in the description. With your support, we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens. See ya. If you guys want some Backyard Gardens gear, go to the link below and check out our t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and other gear. All purchases go towards helping to support the show, so thank you so much in advance, and we hope you enjoy. We want everybody to have a garden, and we're going to give you a chance to win free seeds every month. Head over to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address to be entered in all of our giveaways. Good luck! We want you to be a part of our gardening community. DM us a picture of your garden at Backyard Gardens TV on Instagram, and we will share it with our listeners.